Welcome to Tumex. My name is Kelvin Moretti. Today I'm joined in by Felix. We'll be discussing cryptocurrency. We hope you're going to enjoy and learn at the same time. Sawa sawa karibuni sana. And I'm joined by a sort of crypto aficionado slash expert <laughs> slash everything in between uh Felix Karanja Felix karibu sana hi um thanks for having me Mareti my name is Felix Karanja and I'm a digital marketing consultant on a day to day basis I help small and medium sized enterprises to scale the online presence in order to increase profitability grow brand awareness and to change people's lives Um it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me at the Tumex podcast. Ah, Karibsan, that sounds like a lot of things. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of things. How did you end up with um uh in crypto? What's your crypto story? So, okay, I first heard about Bitcoin in 2013. A few of my friends joined, started uh started spending their money then. I didn't I didn't have money. I was I was in school. But yeah. <laughs> it certainly caught yeah. my interest uh-huh. and I thought it's something I might I put it in the back burner. So for about four years, I didn't participate until uh, early 2017. There was a bubble. And that's when I started buying small amounts. Um, by the end of the year, they had ballooned to pretty significant change. But then... Um, and then the then the market crashed again. It, 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 was, it was a learning experience. Mm. Mm. But then my, my real... When I dived with two feet was in mm-hmm. 2019. Okay. Um, somebody contacted me on Telegram, said uh, that they were, they had an investment opportunity. That so, sounds like a scam. Those guys of 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 marketers, I'm very skeptical of them. Yeah, trust me, my 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 radar was was just beeping. But then I said I'll, I'll listen to him. So he told me what I needed to do. He told me I don't need you to send me any money. Um here's what you can do. You need to go rent a server. You can do it. It was actually somebody from I think Zimbabwe or something. It wasn't like some South African country. So he told me the whole process what I needed to do. Um so the, it was for a project called Noya. It's now rebranded to Syntropy. So I followed his instructions and um I, I was spending about 512 shillings per month. On the, on the server and then I set it up. I didn't. I'm not very good at coding, but uh, you know, can, I can read a medium blog and follow instructions. So I went and set it up. It started making me money. So I participated for about three months and then there were some issues and then I stopped. But what uh, kind of issues? I'm curious. So the, the way the, the way it used to work, it, it used to work mm-hmm. uh, the way we'd, be, we'd been promised was uh, every single week they'd airdrop you a set a set amount of tokens, uh, Noya tokens. So that's the the project called Noya. So they they've got a a token which is which is a cryptocurrency based off of Ethereum um, that uh, gives you a sort of ownership of the project. And it's got. It's also got a, a, a numerical figure attached. It's 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 like a stock, so it can rise and fall depending on market conditions, what people think about, how confident people are in the project, uh, the number of people who want to buy, and you know when people are selling etc. So I went. I bought. Uh, I didn't. I didn't buy. I didn't spend a single dime. But um, 
so after several weeks, after about three months, there was they stopped airdropping them. So that's when I, I thought you know, this is not working for me anymore. So I just quit. Um, back then, the the number of tokens that I earned uh, well, amounted to something like maybe seven dollars. I'd spent fifteen at the time. So I you made a loss. Yeah, I made a loss. Yeah, like, hey, it's a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I mm. didn't lose that much. Mm. So I, I went and forgot about it. Mm. Um, so about a year later, I opened the wallet because the wallet was on my phone. So I opened the wallet and then something interesting happened. I saw the, the they had made, uh, from the time that they had stopped the the, the backlog, they, they had cleared it, yeah? So they, they had dropped me tokens uh, several months earlier. But then the interesting thing was these tokens were now worth about $70. Oh. I thought, oh, okay. That, that's quite an least appreciation, I made, yeah? I made back my money. Uh-huh. So I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Checked in December last year. They were worth uh, 560. Shut up. Yeah. It's, uh, it, was, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's when I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so I need to take this seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, let me correct something from the get go. I am by no stretch of the word an expert in crypto. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I said slash aficionado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, of an, I'm of a casual investor. Okay. So I, I do the things that make sense to me. Okay. There's, I'll be frank, there's a lot of stuff that I do not understand. In the crypto world, there's, it's a combination of very many disciplines. There's mm. mathematics, there's cryptography, there's uh, computer science, there's law, there's economics, a whole very complicated, whole slew of very complicated disciplines yeah. just merged together into one big soup. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, that's very interesting because uh, that's over, what's the percentage? You, you, you invested $15 and then I don't even know that math. It's mathematician, <laughs> how much was it? Over 300%. Yeah, five hundred and sixty. Yeah, well, over three hundred percent of is a very good investment. Yeah. So, so now for someone who's listening, and um, and I think most people, including myself, mm-hmm. we do not know. I like, I'm thinking of uh, what to use, but we do not know anything about cryptocurrency. <laughs> so, how do you break it down to uh, a complete novice? Okay, what is cryptocurrency? And um, yeah, let's start there. What's cryptocurrency? <clears throat> so the thing about crypto it's it's internet money it's it's internet it's natively internet money um, maybe that's not the best best description so one way you could call it a digital asset but you know what does that mean exactly if you have if you buy a, a fancy kit for your avatar on on um, in, a, in a game in a game yeah, it's, it's, it's still a digital, a digital asset, asset. Right? Mm-hmm. so um even a song is a digital asset. Yeah. With in the cloud podcast. on Spotify. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So um it's a it's a it's a way of storing value electronically mm-hmm. in a way that that is able to be passed uh, very quickly, mm-hmm. relatively cheaply mm-hmm. and um discreetly. What do you mean by discreet? Yeah, no, the government uh, is not on your business. They don't know what you're, what you're doing. Okay, there's there's a lot of transparency mm-hmm. with with blockchain, um, with the blockchain because, like for example, with Bitcoin, every single transaction is 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 visible on the ledger. Mm-hmm. So, okay, the way I like to do it is to use Bitcoin as an example mm-hmm. because this this space has grown so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, it was just Bitcoin and a few players, Ethereum and the like. But now it's so so big. Mm-hmm. There, there are people. There's all sorts of projects doing all sorts of crazy things. Mm-hmm. But um, 
So essentially, uh, what is what is cryptocurrency? It's you're saying it's a it's it's a tool of storing value uh, digitally. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mention of of of, of, of blockchains and all yeah. these fancy words. Uh, kindly explain to us what that, that that means. So and wallets and all that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so you you mentioned three terms that I want to dive into: um, cryptocurrency, blockchain, and wallets. So let's start with blockchain. The the thing, the technology that enables all of these magic to happen is called blockchain technology. So blockchain is a fusion of three technologies. Um, a huge part, a huge component of it is is cryptography. Uh, there's there's a lot of mathematical equations that allow the whole thing to run, and. Uh, and of course, there's computer science, but the the the, the underlying technology. I've butchered that description, but these I've forgotten the names. But essentially, the way it works is, you've got this trustless system. It creates a trustless system. What what I mean by trustless is, whereas if you know you're working in a, in a company, you need uh, and you want some expenses signed off, you need to go speak to your boss. Somebody has to go approve and sign something. With the blockchain, things happen automatically. There is uh, the contracts are able to okay. Let me not mention contracts, but the way it works is everything is a blockchain is a ledger. Let me let me describe it that way. Blockchain is a ledger, and every single transaction that happens is recorded on that ledger. And everybody who's got access to that ledger can be able to see everything. Now, what makes it yes decentralization? So, what makes it interesting? What uh, its main appeal is the decentralization aspect. What I mean by decentralization is, if let's take Mpesa as an example, if Mpesa was to be hacked, all you'd have to do is hack Safaricom systems, yeah. But so, if 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 you're able to hack um, Safaricom servers and their backups and you know change a bunch of stuff, and it's compromised. I don't know what security they have, but it's it's one it's one singular point of failure. If yeah. you're really determined, mm-hmm. you can yeah. you can mess it up if you want. You can you can make the entire system collapse. Yeah, precisely from, by hacking Safaricom. Mm-hmm. So how does that contrast with with, with uh, crypto? So what the blockchain enables mm-hmm. is instead of uh, that ledger being owned by a central entity like mm-hmm. Safaricom, mm-hmm. it's instead owned by many parties. It's this, it's the same copy mm-hmm. but it's owned by it's stored on very many different devices. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a peer-to-peer network. It's sort of uh, if you've if you used Torrent, if you understand yes, how Torrent uh, works. Yes. Yes. So everybody uh, embarrassingly <coughs> I've used Torrent. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you've used um, so if you understand how Torrent works mm-hmm. then um it's it's the one file that's hosted on very many computers. Mm-hmm it's the same thing with with uh, the, the let's take, let's we're using bitcoin as an example right mm-hmm. so the bitcoin ledger if if you were to join the bitcoin network the bitcoin blockchain you'd have first of all have to download the ledger something mm-hmm. like 300 gb at this point oh yeah so you you install it into a local machine so you have a copy and every time a transaction happens it's mm-hmm. not just updated on your end it's updated on every single who person uh, who has uh, who's uh, connected uh, in the uh, network okay. their node is updated mm-hmm. so a singular a singular point of connection is called a node you mm-hmm. might hear me say that several mm-hmm times so if if my computer gets hacked mm-hmm. and somebody comes and changes the transactions mm-hmm. then by the, the other computers you know it, it needs to be checked counter checked with the other computers in the system mm-hmm. and if a, there's a bunch disparity. of them yes mm-hmm. exactly if there's a disparity then you know that transaction is cancelled oh, really? also there is uh 
there's there's a time limit so a transaction can't be processed immediately or, or rather a block mm-hmm. can't be processed immediately there's usually a there's usually a time it's it's time gapped mm-hmm. so that in case somebody it takes about 10 minutes yeah mm-hmm. on 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 bitcoin so if you if somebody was to hack the bitcoin ledger mm-hmm. they'd have to change the entire ledger so, so, so to speak yes and for you to be uh-huh. able to change it mm-hmm. effectively you need to have control of at least 50% of the network oh and so that's a lot yeah that's the kicker so oh. if there's a million connections oh. if there's a million nodes on the bitcoin network and you want to hack it you'd need to go and invest in a million nodes so at, at least 1 million nodes so mm-hmm. that you have enough power to be able to yeah Yeah. So, so now this 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 blockchain uh, technology cuts across all cryptocurrencies. Yes. Um yes, that's the fundamental technology that allows it to happen. It's mm-hmm. blockchain. However, nowadays we we are seeing some other iterations of the blockchain that are that lack the decentralized aspect. Like mm-hmm. for example, what Binance are doing with Binance Smart Chain. Um it's hosted on about think 12 or 32 mm-hmm. not that many servers mm-hmm. and like there's there's a preferential voting system or something so it's not it's not decentralized per se mm. so it's a bit it's a bit more centralized mm. it's controlled by one entity ah yeah and that small group which 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 kind of uh, beats the the point of having crypto in the first place because mm. the idea is to decentralize the entire <laughs> the entire you know economic system so, so it, to speak it depends what or not you are trying to achieve mm-hmm. so so there's an argument that that can be made that by having it um in control being controlled by very few entities mm-hmm. that you, you can have faster processing times on of, ah, of transactions okay, okay. some certain advantages to, to how, how long the, how long now with the with the the very many many different uh you call them nodes hmm. uh that maybe a, a cryptocurrency like bitcoin might have mm-hmm. um How long does a transaction take to be processed? Each block contains some information about it contains the data that it's meant to hold and it contains the transaction details uh, the transaction uh, the, the hash of the previous block and the hash of the block that's going to be succeeding it. So between when a block is approved to start it it's a, it's added to the blockchain there's there's usually a 10 minute gap and the reason for that is if If a malicious hacker was to able was was able to change one transaction detail if, if they were able to amass all the computing power that they needed to change the transaction details and have other blocks and and have other nodes in the system approve it they'd need uh let's say let's say they change a transaction that happened yesterday 24 yeah. hours ago yeah. but by this point there's there's a whole bunch of other transactions that have happened so mm-hmm. it will not only have to recalculate the the, the transaction Uh, the block that particular block that was that was changed but it also have to recalculate the system would also have to recalculate every single succeeding block after mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. change the information mm. the reason why it's air gapped mm-hmm. where there is that 10 minutes um, gap period mm-hmm. yeah is because if let's say there's another 100 blocks that have been processed after that one mm-hmm. then it's going to effectively take you at least a thousand minutes mm. Okay. Yeah. And in today's world where computing power is so so Super, much that's that's not a big request. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's why they they added the the, the time limit. Ah, so by okay. by that time if uh somebody was able to spot that there's something malicious happening, mm. they can they intervene. Can, they can intervene and, and stop it. Yeah. Uh, But the system is is made like I said it's trustless. It's made to work with very little human intervention. Ah, okay. Yeah. So so now um let's let's go to wallets. And um for example now um uh, I'm curious uh, even as you explain the wallets mm-hmm. 
for, are you investing in bitcoin bitcoin what kind of cryptocurrency mm-hmm. are you investing in uh, um, but, that's classified information no it's okay i don't yeah. mind sharing uh-huh. uh, i've bought i don't know at this point maybe 500 different coins oh. i can't i can't honestly name them all Um, but let's you ha- let's t- maybe bitcoin i assume that so you I've have got some bitcoin i've got some ethereum i've got uh, i've got binance coin mm-hmm. play that a, a lot i've got i've got uh, pancake swap the What? pancake swap token <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so i'm going to mention a whole bunch of things you never had most people just know bitcoin ethereum, <laughs> ethereum and, and dogecoin and dogecoin because of this guy the tesla guy yeah. so, so so now let's something like bitcoin how many bitcoins exist and and there is a way in which people how many bitcoins exist so the way bitcoin is made uh-huh. it's supposed to have a finite amount of bitcoin yeah of, of Oh, there's a finite amount of bitcoins that are going to be minted mm-hmm. so the way it works is every time uh, a, a block is 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 calculated mm-hmm. and it's added to the blockchain yeah. the the machines that took part in in oh, sorry the nodes that took part in calculating that mm-hmm. the, the 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 block mm-hmm. they are rewarded mm-hmm. with bitcoin so that's what it's called mining explain that a bit more because for my mom who's <laughs> in Kibogwa somewhere in Meru yeah. to understand what do you mean by mining and 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 what do you mean by the 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 the, the finitude of the number of um, of 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 bitcoins that can exist mining mining is the process of solving the the equations that because uh, okay break so, it down so for dumb it down so to speak yeah so for for a computer for a block to be processed there's a lot of complex mathematical equations that have to happen mm-hmm. and for that to happen it means it needs some computing power mm-hmm. so in, in a way to incentivize more people to add nodes onto the network mm-hmm. they incentivized by rewarding them with bitcoin also the idea is mm-hmm. these bitcoin guys they mm-hmm. realize the computing power is very heavy mm-hmm. so for you to for 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 us to have these nodes mm-hmm. that are very critical to the entire infrastructure of bitcoin uh, they the, if you the kind of came of the system where you, if you bring you know your computing power mm-hmm. onto the system you are rewarded with the bitcoin that's what you're saying yeah but look at am i oversimplifying it That, that's a good oversimplification look mm-hmm. at it this way mm-hmm. google invests a lot of money and amazon and and microsoft invests a lot of money mm-hmm. in buying servers yeah and having these server farms mm-hmm. which is basically just raw computing power yeah for them for you to be able to quickly pull up something on online and mm-hmm. check something online mm-hmm. or insult somebody yeah. <laughs> there's there's a yeah. lot of investment that has been made to to make that process uh, seamless yeah, yeah. very simple mm-hmm. so uh, instead of because because the the system isn't made to be to be run by a, by a centralized organization mm-hmm. you want individual people contributing yeah and the so when they contribute their computer their computing power they are record they are they are rewarded mm-hmm. so when their when your computer is involved in when your node is involved in in solving for a particular block there's a reward mm-hmm. there's a reward system there's a way you can even check it there's a website for checking it i'm sorry i can't remember it at the moment mm-hmm. but yeah you can you can check each code you can check the number of nodes that were involved in uh, sorry you can check each block uh, as it as it as it's minted you can sorry not not minted I'm confusing the terms but you can you can for each block that is processed you can be able to see the 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 block details and you mm-hmm. can be able to see how many which which nodes mm-hmm. took part mm-hmm. and the amounts that they were rewarded in terms mm-hmm. of bitcoin oh. so what that, that's what they call mining mm-hmm. but now the thing about mining is that the number of bitcoins that can be mined are halved after every um 
is it 18 months mm-hmm. there's a set period i'm not, I'm not sure I'm, I'm no not like sure. like what was it called the one that we used to uh this half life <laughs> yeah yeah there's a sort of half life there's sort of a half life yes the, the number uh, of bitcoins that can be yeah uh-huh. okay it, it, precisely mm-hmm. but, and then the way it's the, the way the bitcoin uh the, the bitcoin software has been programmed is is that there's there's a finite amount of bitcoins that can be mined which is mm-hmm. 21 million okay right now if you go to coingecko.com mm-hmm. it can show you or coinmarketcap.com mm-hmm. it can be able to show you the num- the number of bitcoins that are in circulation and okay. it can show you how many uh and out of out of the total mm. and then also the way it's programmed it's that it works in such a way that the, the very last bitcoin is going to be mined in i think 2140 or 2040 mm. i'm not sure this one of the two so in in uh, so then how, what happens that i hear there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh, a lot of bad press that bitcoin gets as a result of in basically crypto mm-hmm. as a result of mining and the, and the uh, coal industry yeah. and energy consumption i i don't get the the, the correlation yeah. yeah it's cause there's, there's a lot like i said the, the competing power that's that's required is immense mm-hmm. yeah and what now you need to trace is what what is the source of the the computing power what's the source of the electricity that they're mm-hmm. using that is so uh-huh. china for example why they've been criticized uh why bitcoin is tied very heavily to coal coal emissions because the china which which banned bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. this year uh a lot of them rely on coal Ah. non renewable so it's, a, it's an issue of the country that is maybe behind a lot a lot of the computing power behind crypto mm-hmm. using the wrong kind of so to speak yeah. the not wrong just, kind of energy not source not just the com- not just the country but mm-hmm. even the people behind it mm-hmm. and so computing power is one thing there's another challenge mm-hmm. that comes with when you have immense power mm-hmm. and that is cooling mm-hmm. so computers generate heat yeah so especially mm. yeah and and like i said the the, the complex um mathematical equations require a lot of computing power mm, yeah. computing power definitely to generate a yeah. lot of heat so actually i was seeing something on google mm-hmm. the, 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 they they are pushing their servers into the sea to mm. to lower the cost of of, of cooling of their cooling, servers yeah mm. i've also seen some interesting people who are who set up their server the, the, their mining operations in places like iceland mm-hmm. where it's it's cold you have a you have a room made of ice and you know it's just dissipates mm-hmm. so you okay. essentially don't have to pay for heating just have to pay for electricity mm-hmm. but not the problem so if you are to mine bitcoin for example the the machine that you need you need a special machine to be able to to mine it initially mm-hmm. you could mine on a on a regular computer mm-hmm. the old computer but nowadays you require some special hardware that hardware first of all is going to set you back set you back back like uh, maybe $5000 some within that range and then the amount of electricity it consumes mm-hmm. in Kenya it's something in the region of 30,000 shillings per month shut up yeah wow <laughs> so, so 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 then all these effort how many bitcoins do you get so again it depends on the amount of power that you are contributing to the, to the system mm-hmm. so so the world you yeah. so so if i put if kelvin today comes and and buys this super expensive pro box of a mm-hmm. <laughs> computer mm-hmm. uh, and and I'm I'm willing to pay the price mm-hmm. I, I will get rewarded yeah essentially mm-hmm. but remember the the n- number of bitcoins that are mined or have after a certain amount of period mm-hmm. uh, a certain period of time and also akina um, ethereum actually also changed the algorithm recently mm-hmm. so miners are not making as much but i have a question mm-hmm. because uh 
what is stopping someone from i don't i don't believe that five thousand dollars is beyond the reach of uh, most people in the world and Mm -hmm. and and thirty thousand doesn't feel a lot for for some people i mean Mm -hmm. we're in the wash wash capital of (laughs) east africa um why is what is stopping everyone from doing it like first of all ignorance Okay. Uh-huh, fair it's, secondly, mm-hmm. it's, it's a new frontier. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're investing all this money in something that's not been proven, mm-hmm. and then you go on news and Google and see, you know, all sorts of bad press about about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. You hear all about all the scammers and you know all the funny stuff that's happening, mm-hmm. and then you, you hear from very authoritative sources, um, heads of central banks speaking up against Bitcoin and the like. It's a bit scary. Yeah, so it it would definitely confuse a lot of people. Even the Chinese government banned mm-hmm. cryptocurrencies entirely. Mm-hmm. Although that that's because they're launching their own crypto. Yeah, so exactly now that that brings me brings me to the next uh point. Um not everybody's mining. Not mm-hmm. everybody's mining. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you are not mining. Um, mm, so the, the operation, the operation I, I mentioned earlier, actually, uh-huh. when I set up the server in for Noya, mm-hmm. that, that was actually a sort of mining oh, sort operation. Of mining. Yes, okay. was, I was contributing computing power. So okay, fair enough. Yeah. So not everybody's mining. So yeah. how are the rest of us making money out of crypto? So there's several ways to make money out of crypto. The first one, of course, is mining. Second one is uh, you can become a broker. <laughs> Third one is you can run an exchange. Cause, you know they're not regulated. It's not like the Nairobi Securities Exchange. You, you have to jump through hoops with governments and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can launch as long as you're doing clean business. Well, not so clean, but you'll get caught eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is trading. Mm-hmm. So trading is you buy and then you resell. Yeah, and that's why uh, cryptocurrency is in the news all the time. Mm-hmm. There was a Bitcoin launched the ETF earlier. The first Bitcoin ETF was launched earlier this week, mm-hmm. and uh, it it led to Bitcoin. Reaching on nearly the all-time high. Mm. It's all-time high. Yeah. So, so, so now I would ask this. Mm-hmm. So, um, so trading. Mm-hmm. I'm sure one Bitcoin right now is trading at how much? Was it sixty? Sixty mm-hmm. uh, above one. One Bitcoin is trading above sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have. <laughs> A quarter of the, I, I don't even know where I can get that kind of money if I wanted to. Uh, so yeah, sixty-six thousand uh, is uh, seven is about seven point three million. Shillings. Exactly. So now uh. a question would be asked because all these people are trading. They don't. I'm sure they don't have this kind of money. How how is it? Uh, how how is it broken down? Is it, is it one bitcoin? That has uh, right, smaller Bitcoin. values uh, that can be ah. broken down, or how? What's happening? So the thing about Bitcoin mm-hmm. and uh, Essentially, all cryptocurrencies is that mm-hmm. they are fungible. Mm-hmm. What, what, when I say fungible, what I mean is it can be broken down into like a, you can just can like be, a normal currency where you would have a thousand shillings and then shilling, shilling, shilling. You can break it down. Uh-huh. No, it, it, it's even it's even bigger than that. Oh, you, you can take one shilling, not a thousand, mm-hmm. one shilling, mm-hmm. one bitcoin, and mm-hmm. divide it by a billion times. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if 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 you have zero point zero zero one of a bitcoin, mm-hmm. uh, so you can have a billionth of a bitcoin. You can own a billionth of a bitcoin. You can send a billionth of a bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, send three billionth. So uh, it, it can be broken down. You can just buy as much as you need. Mm-hmm. Um, the you, the larger question you'd asked about trading was how. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of parallels when you look at the crypto. Look at the crypto market. There's a lot of parallels between the crypto crypto market and the and the stock market, mm-hmm. also the forex market. Mm-hmm. There's, if you understand how to trade on, 
one of those two because they're already established and they're trusted and there's systems all around the world mm-hmm. that control those two industries then you can understand you, you have a fairly good basis for understanding how the crypto market works mm. yeah but there's there are some parallels but there are also some stark differences because mm-hmm. like i said it's a it's a combination of very 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 many disciplines so 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 mm-hmm. now what you're saying to answer my question mm-hmm. to understand you're answering my question yeah. is that um this is one bitcoin mm-hmm. but you can be able to buy a share of that bitcoin that you can be able to sell when the price is uh, what do you mean by a share uh you when it's funged so to speak yeah so, you so can you can bitcoin get a fund value of that bitcoin a, a bitcoin is is worth 66000 sorry mm-hmm. so a bitcoin is worth 66000 and mm-hmm. you can say instead of buying a bitcoin i don't have enough money to buy one bitcoin mm-hmm. but i can buy 100 dollars worth of mm-hmm. bitcoin mm-hmm. yeah so so it's you're, you're not Desire like owning a quarter bitcoin you're mm. owning $200 worth of the bitcoin yeah, yeah. of the $60,000 yeah. yeah. so who owns who owns this 60 that i'm buying from so it's that's just Kev- the market price of one bitcoin so so, Kev- so kevin bought six uh, bought a bitcoin mm-hmm. uh, and then uh is did he put it out in the market and people bought small parts <laughs> of it or what happened no, it's like when you go to the market and you see nyanyas are being sold for mm. 10 shillings each mm. and say oh, i don't have 10 shillings but yeah, give me nyanya for 20 cents mm-hmm. and they just cut for you like a small cup yeah okay <laughs> so, so so the bitcoin may reduce in terms of it is size or it is, it is, is it bits you get a chunk uh-huh. um there has been a lot of um negative press um about bitcoin and um and the fact that we are having a currency or a, a means of trading that is very 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 malleable to 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 forces outside of its uh i would say falsified bubble uh, of control uh in the sense that uh if to, uh, someone like Elon Musk's that time Elon Musk sent a tweet and in and, 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 and it's basically affected the, the 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 investment people lost a lot of money no it wasn't it wasn't Elon no no uh, my point is this uh-huh. okay um, uh-huh. someone can put out a tweet uh-huh. someone can make out a statement the government mm-hmm. uh, china can decide to ban them yeah actually and, china china is what affected the price of and it caused the market crash in in may exactly and it cascades across the entire uh, economy of the bitcoin mm-hmm. um why is it why why should someone invest in bit in, in why do you think someone should invest in crypto if it's so risky or, or do you even appreciate that it's risky let's start from there Yes, it's certainly risky. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're reinventing the entire financial system. Mm-hmm. There's risks attached to that. Mm-hmm. that. That's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And pretending otherwise would be a lie. Yes. Uh, why should you invest in Bitcoin if you believe in the internet? If Everyone does. I mean, <laughs> oh, there's still some skeptics. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the internet received <laughs> yeah. the internet received a lot of bad press in the 90s, mm-hmm. and Bitcoin cryptocurrency rather is is just the next iteration of the internet, mm-hmm. and it combines the change in the financial system and the evolution of the internet into into the, into a similar thing. Yeah. I saw an interesting video that talked about the the financial systems that we've had they, they usually change they usually change after something like 30 years mm-hmm. so i mean the uh when the dollar was taken off the gold standard and then you know before that there was there was another system financial system that was in place before that 30 years before that there was another one 
about 27 to 29 years before that um so i think bitcoin is just inevitable it's it's evolution it's two evolutions that i've met i think my personal opinion is that bitcoin mm-hmm. um uh, i might be wrong <coughs> people mm-hmm. there are people who believe that bitcoin is the future mm-hmm. i'm not only convinced because um someone said governments are cartels that we allowed to rule over us mm. uh these cartels yes and, and so and that, that's the thing cryptocurrencies especially the decentralized ones like like bitcoin and ethereum mm-hmm. what they do is they take money is they take the power from government from the government because there's one thing we saw last year mm-hmm. was that governments can simply print money but now you see now the question mm-hmm. becomes this um the the point of printing money is 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 essentially a very important point in the sense of, in the sense of being able to control being able to stabilize the 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 the, the, the means of exchange right trade has become yeah when you print money what you're doing is this you're saying we we are seeing a situation where we can have a problem in the financial system so let's 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 do certain things Yeah central bank uh, is basically an arm that does certain things to stabilize the the, the economic system yes, precisely it can manipulate exactly manipulate so, so it kind of kind of gives stability to the economic system gives stability to the economy but now that's one way of looking at it um economies um economies are very uh i want to say mobile but i feel like that's not the correct word mm-hmm. but they, they morph a lot there's a lot of morphology that happens in mm-hmm. in an economy and unchecked right mm-hmm. if if you don't put correct measures in place a lot of bad things can happen that's why we need a government to control we need we need someone who's able to control it no my problem with printing money is this uh, not just my problem but i think the problem with printing money you've not created any extra value we just printed more pieces of paper with nothing really to back them that's the problem that was un- unleashed once the the US dollar was taken off the gold standard mm-hmm. i don't know if you're familiar with what what that yeah, means yeah i know i know yeah yeah precisely so each before then each dollar that was printed maybe for the people who don't understand um there was a time Okay, the, the banking system originated was people would would take their valuables to banks and banks would, gi- would give them gold it was actually gold yes, and silver gold yeah and and, yeah. and they like and banks would give them a uh, a note a piece of paper that said you we've got a certain value yeah yes of gold you can come that belongs to you yeah so over time it changed and they were able to they able to 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 offer denominational notes so that people instead of having to come and withdraw the your, entire stash yeah you can the, then bank yeah, it again so that yeah. you can take a small amount out yeah. you can just give somebody some paper and tell some them aspect of it yeah just a small fraction tell them mm. you know but you see now what happened back uh-huh. even even back then credit uh, once once the bank has realized that they can be able to on this gold that is held they can be able to create money out of thin air not all the money was backed by gold mm-hmm. uh, there is a huge sizable chunk of it as was backed in gold mm-hmm. but the, this extra money that the banks made out of out of uh, out of uh, you know yeah out of credit mm-hmm. credit essentially is what changed the entire game and that's mm-hmm. why we go to a place where the government's realized ah, we can just get it out of gold standard and the, and the and the currency will be floating mm-hmm. safely now that's a challenge 
there's a lot of experts there's a lot of experts who say that it's going to first of all it's not backed by any value that, that's, Th- and that is not a problem that is a problem the reason why i do not think it's a problem is mm-hmm. this um when when we have basically money mm-hmm. is 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 use accepting a piece of paper that is not worth its value mm-hmm. for, <laughs> in exchange for something else exactly it's a trust system because mm-hmm. for example now uh what was it called i i forget the, the time in economics but where say uh, uh when when we specialize in our different fields uh, mm-hmm. i'm producing a remote you're producing you know your earphones and your uh, kabingo is producing his shoes mm-hmm. you'll be very lucky Mm-hmm. if i come mm-hmm. and uh i i coincidentally mm-hmm. you need my remote mm-hmm. and i need your what i said you producing and i need your headphones and your headphones and uh, you you'd be very lucky that, that's why they so, that's why they agreed so now we we have mm-hmm. a third party called money mm-hmm. that can be able to store value mm-hmm. we can be able to uh, 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 i would say a not value to such mm-hmm. can use it as a medium of exchange precisely let me just pause you there yeah. what is money money is a medium of, of exchange essentially so which means not it's not a piece of paper that you put in your pocket it's literally anything it's literally anything that both of you people agree has value right anything that we want to exchange mm-hmm. yeah and and you, you doesn't have to have value you might want to exchange this guy at this moment because he's making noise in the background <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but you two have to have some sort of consensus that consensus that mm-hmm. this is valuable to me it's valuable to you yeah. mm-hmm. you, you can you can do xyz with it Definitely. so money historically mm-hmm. has has usually been commodities like gold silver there was a time when it was cowrie shells cowrie there was shells. salt yeah. beans pepper, pepper. Uh, pepper what purple cloth all that yeah i get uh-huh. But now we've come to understand money as pieces of paper that aren't inherently valuable. But are the value of the money mm-hmm. is the fact that they they are backed mm-hmm. by a government. It, 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 the government is it's the guarantor of this piece of paper. If And I printed my piece of paper, no, I'll take it. Sure. Now that's the problem. What happens when the government goes rogue? What happens when the government says we're just going to print more money so that we can the the people the powerful people in government can become more richer? Fair enough. And it happened. It happened in Kenya in the nineties. But look at Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe got so Zimbabwe. Let me just explain. Hyperinflation in Zimbabwe got so ridiculous. If you went to a restaurant and asked for a cup of coffee, they had to bill you before they made the coffee because if they made it. And you drank it. By the time you were finished with your cup, the price would have changed. You see, I, 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 fair enough. Uh-huh. But then I'm saying this: mm-hmm. what you have done mm-hmm. is that you've given me examples of, of you've given me one, two, uh, one of the two or three bad examples that everyone goes to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think there's Zimbabwe, there's Venezuela, and I want to say Greece for some reason. There's no, there's just no good minute. example of people who printed just, money. Just, just and let me. Well. And then the, the example of Kenya you've given uh-huh. is actually uh, it was as a result of an IMF's uh, austerity measure mm-hmm. uh, to devalue our currency mm-hmm. for them to be able to support us. So, so no, no. My point is this. My point is this. It, um, uh, we, we can point fingers all the time, all day long at at government printing money mm-hmm. but these are usually majority of the times mm-hmm. uh, uh intended to stabilize the economy one and to stabilize the currency itself 
That is my point. That's the excuse. It's not an excuse. Sometimes it's, it's, sometimes it's a practical it's, way of. Do, do you know how, how infl- there's something called the economic cycle? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I know you're going to say it's caused by by the the, the monitor the, the the monetary system. Mm-hmm. The the, the 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 tools of controlling inflation is usually printing and, and withdrawing money from the economy. Okay, here's here's an interesting statistic. Yeah, about eighty percent of all U.S. dollars ever minted mm-hmm. were minted um, last year uh, in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. True. What does that mean when the government can just just th- hold up? Let's just think about that. Mm-hmm. The U.S as a country has been around for 300 300 plus years yeah so something like that close to 300 mm-hmm. years 1776 yeah Sorry. yeah yeah so what 200 close to 250 years 80 mm-hmm. percent of the money ever printed in that country yeah was printed during a, a short 18 month window fair enough what does that mean when the government can just come and print money this thing that we've we've come to accept as a store of value here's another statistic i can share uh-huh. do you know uh if of or i think in the world uh, uh-huh. I, I, let me check actually uh-huh. it's usually a, a tenth as as in uh, uh, i think it's it, let, let's even assume it's 70 trillion dollars that is is what people claim to own in their bank accounts uh the amount of money in circulation is 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 uh, is a tenth of that so and I know it's, a, it's just just a second. You're mm. referring to that in US dollars, yeah? Um, yes, I'm 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 using. I'm, so I'm what saying, happens if you can just print US dollars? It means even the point of reference is skewed. Yes, yes, fair enough. That's a very strong point. But then uh-huh. all I'm trying to tell you is this: um, these measures mm-hmm. are not usually rigid. Mm-hmm. They're not really cast on stone. Mm-hmm. There are ways mm-hmm. of getting that money that has been taken into the into into into. Um, into the market outside the market exactly there's monetary policies that can Interest be able to remove there, 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 there are ways in which you can be able to remove that money that is in circulation mm-hmm. uh, uh, back uh, into the into the government uh, itself it's interest and inflation Central, no, no, central banks. Sorry, central banks do 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 play a role in in mm-hmm. setting the inflation in the country. Yes, and that's that in itself is a hidden tax. No and, problem. And but that's but, and that's why the whole area of cryptocurrency is becoming so big. It's because people are, you know, they they they're having like that that man in the Bible who had the, the things that blocked his eyes and then they were removed. Uh, Saul, I, I think, you know, yeah. now they can see. They're seeing that we've been hoodwinked for so long. We believed that there was, you know, what the authority said was was the truth and the only way of life. But now they're looking at alternatives. How, if, how much? How much? What's the average savings rate in your bank? Uh, if you deposit money in a savings account, how mm-hmm. much? How much will you? How much percentage will you get at the end of the year? They'll give me three or two. Yet our inflation rate is seven percent. You've essentially means, you've essentially lost four percent. That means of your money. That means we are having mm-hmm. a greedy banking. This a greedy banking system. It's not an issue of the government. Government is the one that sets. So now has a role question. in setting Kevin, I have inflation. A question. I have a question. Uh-huh. Because I see what you crypto guys are trying to do. Now this has turned into a political discussion, not a commercial one. Yeah. But it's interesting because um, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. in this podcast, yeah. we are using electricity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electricity that, that, um, that is enabling us to have a good experience. Yeah. Um, so 
what you guys are suggesting mm-hmm. is to defund the government, right? Not so, necessarily. But no, no, no um, because I'm curious, mm-hmm. when a lot of revenues from the government mm-hmm. uh, usually comes from uh, you know the transactions that people uh, the th- transactions that people do mm-hmm. and taxing those transactions mm-hmm. uh, uh, because if we are going to have a system where crypto takes over mm-hmm. it essentially means that all the government dollars or shillings are going to to stick in our pockets right yeah. it's going to be worthless pieces of paper it, but but now the question becomes mm-hmm. where does the government mm-hmm. uh, the first point the mm-hmm. first question mm-hmm. where does the government get its revenue to be able to enable you uh, as citizens uh, to be able to access uh, affordable healthcare mm-hmm. uh, build infrastructure and the second point is yes you have these transactions that you're doing on the crypto platform mm-hmm. But one of the most important critical government roles is arbitrating contracts and enforcing those contracts and protecting the people who are doing these contracts. Uh, I, love, let me, let me I, I love that you mentioned that. So, so uh-huh. now I'm curious, how do we reconcile that? Mm-hmm. If, if today I buy your shoes and you pay me in crypto and, and, and I run away, how do you make sure that I'm punished? Okay. So, Start with the first question. Uh, so the first one, I th- I, there's something I mentioned. Turns out you have to do your hand in it this way. <laughs> <laughs> there's something that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. You are reinventing the financial system. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are going to be overhauled. The way things work right now mm-hmm. in 30, 50 years are not going to be working the same way. Mm-hmm. One Here's an interesting example. Uh, I, there's something called, I don't know if you've heard of this, they're called fan tokens. Mm-hmm. So clubs like Lazio, Juventus, Manchester City. <clears throat> PSG. <laughs> uh-huh. So these clubs, what they are doing, they're introducing something called fan tokens. And what what they essentially give you is is uh, the more you have, okay, that's how you show your loyalty to the club. How loyal are you to Manchester City? I am loyal. These tokens worth. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the more tokens you have, uh, at some point they, they create so they they create uh, tiers. So if if you have a set number of tokens, you can participate in decision making in the club. Like what kind of what who do you want to be your kid's sponsor, for example? Mm-hmm. What kind of design do you want on your kid? Who do you want to sell? Yeah, exactly. Player mm-hmm. transfers. You can mm-hmm. even start debating. Uh, uh, now when the club holds the AGMs, when once you have enough of the tokens, mm-hmm. it earns you the right to be able to. Uh, it sort sort of gives you a vote. Yeah, it's the, the thing about crypto in general is that it democratizes a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Now, if I mention democracy in the actual world, there's a lot of examples for why demo- democracy is 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 broken. There's a lot of ways you can play around with it. A lot of things are broken. Yeah, a lot but, of things are broken. Doesn't mean you should burn them to the ground. I'm not saying it? that's the thing. I'm not saying burn mm-hmm. them. I'm just saying they're going to have to be reimagined mm-hmm. or find a more efficient way of doing them. Mm-hmm. For example, here's, here's, an, here's an interesting uh, um, uh, use of blockchain technology. So let's take something like Wikipedia. Okay? So Wikipedia, you've got an entry for Jihad. Mm-hmm. At the moment, there's just one page for Jihad. Mm-hmm. What blockchain would, it, would be able to help you is to be able to get a more nuanced look at Jihad. Mm-hmm. So you can... Uh, instead of having jihad, you have jihad from the point of view of the Americans. Mm-hmm. What do Americans think of jihad? Mm-hmm. But what do African Muslims think of jihad? Mm-hmm. What do people in the Middle East think of jihad? Mm-hmm. What do Chinese Muslims mm-hmm. think of jihad? 
get a more all-round view. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily breaking down whatever is there, you're building up on it mm-hmm. or refining it. Mm-hmm. Crypto can really, really help you there. Secondly, you mentioned enforceability of contracts. You've not asked, answered my question. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. The first one, like where does the government now make money? Make money. How how do we how do we make sure that the government is getting its revenue? No, no that's that, to that, do government things. As, as I said, because you don't very, want to go at the airport. Very complicated stuff. But I think China 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 is exploring uh, China El Salvador. I mm-hmm. think El, El Salvador is El Salvador is an interesting case study because mm-hmm. they they are they essentially taking up Bitcoin as as a form of government as legal legal tender in the country but there are those government issued coins i i, I read that about them so now mm-hmm. unless some say, governments are doing yes, that yes the china is also is also planning to roll out its chinese yuan mm-hmm. now the thing about as i said there's a lot of transparency anybody when, when you're working on the blockchain anybody who's got access to the blockchain can be able to see all the transactions yeah so even which essentially means the government could be very can very easily be able to track where you're spending your money mm-hmm and if they say the physical money is no longer accepted everything has to be virtual then <laughs> they've banned all sorts of other cryptocurrencies because now there's mm-hmm. something called privacy coins mm-hmm. where instead of having a transparent ledger mm-hmm. everything is done behind closed doors yeah. and it's very very hard to to see what's going on behind them yeah um okay fair enough so so maybe so, a solution could be government having their own coins government right? issuing their own coins mm-hmm. um setting up a way of tracking it, it's see, not it's not going to be easy that's, that's the thing. my point. governments governments will have to adapt uh-huh. okay that's they'll my point because they're also getting they're also getting disrupted that's mm-hmm. the one thing that really scares them mm-hmm. they realize that their power is a threat mm-hmm. by a democratized way of doing things and bitcoin oh, sorry cryptocurrency and the blockchain enables you to do that very 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 smoothly so so the second point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you 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 when you talked about enforcement of contracts and I thought that's a very interesting one because um Ethereum Ethereum's key advantage is that it's programmable. Mm-hmm. What programmable means is that you can be able to set up systems, you can be able to set up code that is going to automatically execute mm-hmm. based on certain conditions yeah. without any human intervention. Mm-hmm. And once they're called smart contracts mm-hmm. and once the contract is published then it's there and it's there forever mm-hmm. you, you can't take it down mm-hmm. you can't you can't change it i'm not sure if you can take it down but you can't change it examples of smart contracts in use there's going to be a time as ridiculous as this sounds there's mm-hmm. going to be a time when it's going to be much safer for you to buy land mm-hmm. using the blockchain route mm-hmm. than going to a government office why mm-hmm. like i said everything is trackable you'll be able to see this piece of land and that's why when you have things like nfts called non-fungible tokens mm-hmm. a piece of land is rep- has a digital asset representing that mm-hmm. the physical asset mm-hmm. and once that physical asset once the digital asset is minted you can be able to see the way as it passes down so mm-hmm. there's no issue of somebody saying selling a fake asset yeah or saying i have a title deed and i own a piece of land yeah. and somebody else comes and says i have a title I, I, deed for this piece own. of land mm-hmm. how do you prove whose is right so fine but no. now i'm saying so this that, that is in the distant future oh, no smart contracts already no, no, no i'm talking about like uh, I, 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 uh, migrating our entire uh, I, i would say certainly that system uh, that's going to take uh, a bit of cloud. time but right now we've got smart contracts that are already that are already working mm-hmm. you say if xyz conditions are met send three ethereum mm-hmm. to e, three eth to to bill mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. yeah so so now 
I feel like that also doesn't answer my question. Mm-hmm. So how do you because the government mm-hmm. is a caretaker and the mm-hmm. government is 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 a service provider. Mm-hmm. The government is a caretaker. And um so if we take down the the stability that we have mm-hmm. right if we, if you're going to take down the 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 the, the stability and, and this stability is heavily predicated on the amount of money that mm-hmm. this particular you remember entity I mentioned, has you remember i mentioned the term trustless trustless fine but I'm, so the the way these systems are built mm-hmm. they're built such that they require very minimal human input mm-hmm. in order for things to be confirmed that they are working the way they are supposed to be working. Mm-hmm. So in the case of now if somebody was to come up with with uh in the case of land, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody was to be able to come up with um with a title deed mm-hmm. claiming that they own the same piece of land, mm-hmm. then the government's role mm-hmm. when you go to court is, is actually a bit more simplified because all they need to do is do an audit of of the blockchain. Mm-hmm. You see? But no, actually, asking, their, their work is actually their role is actually going to be simplified in terms of in terms of arbitration in terms of uh, um, enforcing contracts. No, I'm asking. I mm-hmm. bought a shoe mm-hmm. from Jing Jinping in China, <laughs> and I'm sitting in Kino. And <laughs> how how do I? You'll be banned. <laughs> no, no, my, my, my question is: How do I make sure? How how someone who's in a completely different jurisdiction because the current system how it exists uh-huh. is that there are checks and balances that makes that makes sure mm-hmm. that before my 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 shipment has been dispatched on the other end mm-hmm. payment has been made within the other end bank to bank mm-hmm. right so it's a bank to bank transaction so there's there's things like escrow mm-hmm. even even in even in crypto the world of crypto uh-huh. there's escrow services okay so uh, you know you send money it's, it's held by so there are things called automated market makers these mm-hmm. and decentralized um they're called DAOs mm-hmm. the, the, the broader term is DAOs mm-hmm. so the uh decentralized application uh, this, this something the, the organizations mm-hmm. who's who rely primarily on code mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so xyz conditions have to be met mm-hmm. and you set conditions and yeah. you 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 capture that inside a smart contract and then okay. it's going to be able to be executed automatically okay. so let's say you buy shoes from me in a different country i um i ship the shoes you send the money i won't get the money mm-hmm. it's held by a trusted okay. third party mm-hmm. and then i make the shoes i dispatch it mm-hmm. I, i dispatch the shoes for 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 you and any for for transit yeah mm-hmm. and then i i, I scan a code mm-hmm. and i i i send it to them yeah to the to the third party once you receive the code and the, so, the, mm-hmm. so let's say there's a process so once it gets so to the ship, of, yeah once it gets to the, to the to the people who are going to be shipping mm-hmm. it also they you know, they scan the code and then it's up, it's updated to to the third party they're mm-hmm. able to see you know the process it's taken going from my hands it's in the shipper's hands mm-hmm. once it, the shipper gets to the to your destination so country yeah it's scanned again somebody mm-hmm. says it's it's up the system knows it's reached the destination country and then once you finally get it you take a picture of, on your phone and mm-hmm. you know the QR code or or the 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 barcode and you know this once the third party sees that you received the shoe then it discusses the discuss, money okay. to me yeah. A- another question yeah. even the current financial system. no i was mm-hmm. asking I, i i needed clarification on 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 that when it comes to bitcoin yeah so now a question um I want to buy my guns from North Korea. Mm-hmm. Why is it so easy to buy them? I, my, isn't it a bit of a enabler for illegal 
certainly. trade. Certainly, especially with and how can you with privacy? How do you sleep at night? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, mm. I'm not the right person to answer that question. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the yes, the the, the it. Bitcoin has Bitcoin, especially in the early days, used to be abused a lot by by people, criminals. Yeah, criminals. Mm-hmm. And I saw the F. I saw a report by the FBI saying that Bitcoin is actually one of the best inventions that has helped them because they were able to track. Mm-hmm. Again, everything is transparent on the on the on the blockchain. As mm-hmm. long as you have access, you can be able to see what everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I sent you some money, a third party, let's say. You know the government can come in and see. I sent you the money. Can also check where I got the money from, where that person got the money from, where it. They can trace it back up to the originator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you use if you use a transparent network like like Bitcoin or Ethereum, can be accessed. You can use certain networks such as Monero. Uh, what about the ones that are not very transparent? Yes, precisely Monero. They call mm-hmm. privacy coin. Mm-hmm. Yes, and those ones are certainly lending themselves to government bad, bad actors. Mm-hmm. No, so the way they are made is even the people in control of the system mm-hmm. can't. Mm. Or the people who make the system can't really mm-hmm. see everything. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. because you know, if what if they're subpoenaed and they have to give oh. all the information mm. that they have, mm. so yeah. it's kind of even absolving them. They know they've created something. Back, bad, so yeah. they're just absolving themselves from I, I criminal say, capability. I say bad uh-huh. because look at it this way. What about um, people who are politically, what are they called? Politically exposed personalities. Mm-hmm. If you know the president of your country doesn't like you. Why would I, if the president doesn't like me, then maybe I deserve it. I mean, no, the no, president doesn't like me. No, not necessarily. I might be a big fish, though. No, when, when you look at mm-hmm. um, look at Bobby Wine in, in Uganda. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's or, a jerk. Well, not, he not, should, not, should be locked away and be <laughs> the like keys. I'm just messing. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> um, but I get your point. Yeah, make your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if somebody in power considers you to be a threat that needs to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. What, what what are the things that they usually do? They'll they'll block your money. Yeah, oh, they just send guys and just beat the crap out of you. Oh, they'll beat you, but you know after you escape, how do you when you go to another country? How do you get your money? You go to the bank. The, your bank account has been frozen. I'm just messing in it. Yeah, yeah, by mm. the government. So mm. so it helps. Yeah. So but, but so now the the, the, the anonymity aspect is important. Mm. Not not just for protecting criminals, mm-hmm. but. The other people who stand to benefit, or, or if you want to make an anonymous donation to, um, I don't know, organizations that How about you send them the money and tell them it's anonymous, but, but, but but send you, you them a check. The check, there's a money trail when the money leaves your bank account to their bank account, and the government can be able to see all those things. Okay. Yeah. So, so the thing, the thing is, what you guys are trying to do essentially is completely remove the government from the equation, and uh, remove government oversight, remove any centralized institutions. But, 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 but are you getting my point that centralization mm-hmm. of institution is not necessarily the worst thing? It, it's like it's yes, a, it's we have a, a road with potholes, but then you guys decide, you know what? Let's just remove the entire road and 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 start flying. Mm-hmm. You, you, you you get like, mm-hmm. how about we try to look at the things that are bad and we try to fix these problems? But anyway, that's see, a discussion. First of all, humans mm-hmm. are flawed. Uh, any system that's going to have to rely on human intervention lends itself to all the weaknesses and biases of humanity. Mm-hmm. 
but if you can set up a computer system that follows strict rules mm-hmm. about how to act mm-hmm. and act in the best interests of uh the people in the ecosystem mm-hmm. that's better than any human i have a question do you know yeah. things called solar flares uh, what's that solar flares are emissions from the sun that are usually electromagnetic in nature that come uh, charged that comes towards the earth fortunately the earth is able to most of the time uh, the, the polarity of that is able to diffuse it and it doesn't have an effect on us but god forbid uh, we we uh, we we get to a point where it infiltrates our atmosphere because it can happen it's happened before uh, the entire electrical infrastructure even including our televisions that anything that would be on that requ- requires any form of electricity goes down doesn't that mean then if we are in a world where we are dependent fully on 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 the grid and the, and computers we are going to we that's are going where to, we're headed we're going to obliterate our our entire financial system that's that no 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 <laughs> no they've not been caused by the government <laughs> but sometimes they've been caused by covid so my point is uh-huh. is there isn't there a risk of putting everything online our entire economic system the, putting it online there's risks to everything there's also a risk of continuing the way we are mm-hmm. with the massive amounts of printing money and uh, bad actors So how how do we get credit using the, the the Bitcoin now? How do we So no that's an interesting thing. Um exchanges such as Binance offer something called uh, leveraged uh, leveraged uh, I've forgotten the terms, but th- th- there's a way you can there's a way you can get credit. There's also something called aut- aut- automatic market makers. Um so if if you're familiar with market makers from the world of uh, forex when there's a shortfall Um, maybe I'm not the best person to explain this but if there's a shortfall of um, if there's a shortfall for supply of supply mm-hmm. so I, I want to buy 300 Bitcoin mm-hmm. there's not enough Bitcoin in in the market in the open market so there's an organization that can automatically lend me money and then you give them that extra Bitcoin So they of course are going to charge me interest don't know, don't know but it to be in bitcoin right yeah yeah but then doesn't two problems in that mm-hmm. first problem mm-hmm. there is a finitude of the number of bitcoins that exist mm-hmm. right so there's only so much to go around My, no mm-hmm. you see the the the, the 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 difference with our current system is mm-hmm. the fact that there is an infinite there's infinitesimal number of money that you can create out of thin air mm-hmm. But now with Bitcoin you you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that there's a there's a certain there's a there's finitude there's mm-hmm. a, uh but the value the value isn't finite though no, but now the, a question can be asked mm-hmm. a question can be asked then uh fine fair mm-hmm. enough but doesn't that then bring back to, uh, bring us back to the same problem mm-hmm. if you're able to still create credits doesn't it doesn't it bring us back to the same problem that you having the current financial system see you know the the money isn't coming from thin air It's actually being backed by people and liquidity pools people who've supplied their money who supplied their cryptocurrency in order for it to be availed so that they can earn the interest so these things called liquidity pools um, so if in the example of bitcoin if there's a shortfall if i need to if you need to purchase 300 bitcoin and the market doesn't have enough it can go and fetch from a liquidity pool and once there's more people who are willing to sell their money is going to be automatically recouped into the liquidity pool 
however you'll be charged an interest for that and the people who contributed to the liquidity pool are going to share the amount of interest but now you realize mm-hmm. interests mm-hmm. in and of itself mm-hmm. is usually creating new value out of nowhere you realize that's what interest is right not in this case then because what, what, ex- what, what me understand what, where is the interest going to come so from interest because is, if all of us borrow money percent. let's assume all of us borrow yeah. where is it going to come from so we have to create first of all creating, first of all we won't be bo- we won't be borrowing all the amount of money in the world fair enough mm-hmm. second fair enough. secondly if in the example i need a 300 bitcoin and let's say the interest is 2% what is going to happen is that i'll receive 294 bitcoin Okay so and then the 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 amount is the, the remaining amount is dispersed to the members of the liquidity pool mm-hmm. proportionally but now you realize uh-huh. we've created four more bitcoins no you've not created any four more bitcoins mm-hmm. what have you created you've been you've received 98% of the money the, then there's something I'm not getting uh-huh. so so oh it's the value mm-hmm. so what you do oh, okay i get what you're saying so what you're saying <laughs> is that you have we are playing with the value not with the number of bitcoins that exist yes precisely no here's the thing once we've minted the the 21 million bitcoins because that's the that's the maximum amount once you minted the 21 million bitcoins um the the value of one bitcoin is not static it's it's changing so if bitcoin right now is 66000 how many okay so bitcoin right now is 66000 um there is only going to be 21 million bitcoins that are ever going to be mined the human race is what's our current population 7 billion 7 billion so that's one bitcoin per what 300 people or 3000 people mm-hmm. some ridiculous figure like that mm-hmm. i might have done it wrongly definitely yeah so mm-hmm. it's what it's one to yeah one to one to 300 or 3000 people it's going to reach a place where the value of bitcoin is won't just be 66000 it might it might reach half a million dollars it might reach i don't know a million dollars the price of one bitcoin but again it's fungible so you can you can have a billionth of that you know the irony of so bitcoin if you need to if i if i need to pay you mm-hmm. i won't be i won't be paying you one bitcoin i'll be paying you if you know if, if i had a meal worth 10 dollars i'll mm-hmm. be paying you 10 dollars worth of bitcoin then you realize that, that, that the irony price. the irony of bitcoin is the fact mm-hmm. that you your value is dependent mm-hmm. on a system you're trying to destroy like yes. uh, how does that work now what what they what they've created is uh, they've created these things called stable coins mm-hmm. and um, the most popular stable coins mm-hmm. are USDC mm-hmm. which is run by Coinbase mm-hmm. where Coinbase opens open their the operations in Africa and they're thinking in Kenya mm-hmm. so you can start transacting on Coinbase there is another one called Tether mm-hmm. Non, uh, the symbol is USDT mm-hmm. and um, what's the other one it's another very popular one okay so the, these two instead of being pegged to instead of having their, their, their value floating freely it, they track the, the value of the US dollar so even even in a lot of exchanges when when you'll see um when you see the price of something listed they don't list it as one USD or, or, or rather when they say the, the price of one bitcoin they don't refer to it as $66,000 they refer to it as 66,000 USDT mm-hmm. 
However, these USDT is also tracking the US dollar, but it's 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 a way of now it's a way of using an on-chain mechanism mm-hmm. to track off-chain things. But are you guessing the irony though? But but here's the thing: mm-hmm. because they already exist, what if we did away with the US dollar? No, we have a problem. Yeah, certainly, if if, if, if things are too if you're to get <laughs> if you're to get rid of of the 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 the, the fiat currency, mm-hmm. we have a problem even with Bitcoin. Yeah, and like because said, we can't scale our economies anymore. And they said this is this is a very complex issue. Yeah, it's, it's there's, a, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a huge, huge learning curve. I don't know everything. And the one with the bigger um, massive might probably might, might end up winning, right? Yeah, probably made a bunch of mistakes in my assumptions in the things that I've said mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that are changing. Now, assume that you've convinced us. Uh-huh. How does someone invest in Bitcoin? Where do I start? Do I so are at the market? Is there like some guy distributing them? What happens? So the first thing, um, or do I need to see someone behind the tent? Like with any investment, I think the the fundamentals of all investments come into play. So you have to look at several things: your risk appetite, and I think somebody mentioned this in an earlier podcast. Yeah. So this your risk appetite, um, how much you're willing to play with, and and uh what your goals are okay so i would say what why do you want to invest in bitcoin why not ethereum there is what i don't know 10000 coins listed in, on coin gecko alone so why not why not any one of the 10000 why that just that particular one we have a thousand over a thousand different bit uh, bitcoin mm-hmm. cryptocurrencies yeah so i have One of the biggest problems I have with it is mm-hmm. which is the one that you guys want to ask <laughs> to take up because uh say if I'm in on Ethereum mm-hmm. and you guys have your bitcoins mm-hmm. is there an exchange rate like how how the exchange rate is always fluctuating first mm-hmm. of all mm-hmm. so there's a, there is an exchange rate yes that's why they, there's exchanges like Binance and Coinbase Um, so there's centralized exchanges like those two I just mentioned, and there's decentralized exchanges um, such as Uniswap, PancakeSwap, uh, SushiSwap, CoffeeSwap. <laughs> um, the difference between these two is that for centralized exchanges like Binance and uh, and Coinbase, what you have is something called, and even I think Hotbit if I'm not wrong. Uh, you have your wallet is a custodial wallet. meaning it's in the custody of some somebody else of a centralized entity like coinbase and coinbase is is the organization that holds your privacy that that holds your wallet's keys and what you need to do to log in is uh, add some you know use your email address and password and coinbase also will 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 conduct something called a KYC know your, your customer yeah mm-hmm. so they'll they'll need some information about you mm-hmm. some identification legal identification about you whereas other other exchanges such as uh, the biggest dex uh, decentralized exchange is one of the biggest ones is called uniswap so it runs on on the ethereum on the ethereum blockchain and this one they won't ask you to it's decentralized so it's not controlled by one singular entity meaning that anybody can publish their coin there can list their coin there no with 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 the case of Binance for example Binance has a has a quality control team that looks into the quality of each coin that before it's listed onto the exchange on Uniswap it's anything goes which means that you have to do your own research uh, the other thing about 
um, when you when interacting with a dex is that you use a non-custodial wallet so what's a non-custodial wallet um a non- first of all it's a wallet okay so a wallet like like your real life wallet is is where you hold your yeah is where you hold your crypto assets so i'm um, notice I've, i've not said cryptocurrency i've said crypto assets because beside the currencies there are other types of tokens yeah nfts we'll get into those later so uh you you need to have those um your keys uh, sorry you it's called a recovery phrase or a seed phrase so they, they usually give it to you and you have to print it out or copy it down on a piece of paper and store it in a safe place because if you lose access to your account the, that recovery phrase is what is going to help you if you lose access to that then your funds are lost forever no no the thing about the thing about uh, an uncustodial wallet like like metamask i personally like metamask a lot so with an uncustodial wallet is that you can use it across multiple m- multiple exchanges so with the money in your in your binance in your binance account you can only use it on binance you can only transact your assets on binance but with your metamask you can connect it to opensea you can connect it to uh, sushi swap pancake swap and the like Ah, okay. Yeah, you can just move from it from exchange to exchange, like carrying your wallet from different from different market to different ah, market. So you can be able there's a way of of reconciling the different cryptos. Yeah. Okay, good. So um no, different exchanges, different exchanges. Yeah. And in your wallet you can have m- multiple cryptos. So in your MetaMask you can hold some Ethereum, you can hold some Binance. Mm-hmm. You can hold you can hold a uh, ethereum based they are called erc20 tokens mm. so out of the 10000 here's something interesting that i that, uh, find personally interesting so out of the 10000 tokens that are there on 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 coingecko about a huge percentage of them don't have their own blockchains mm-hmm. because as i mentioned earlier you know it requires significant upfront Investment. investment yeah you need to develop the code and then on top of that you have to find a way to entice people to join your network and are you really going to join 10000 networks mm-hmm. so the guys at the guys at Ethereum very very smart it's led by somebody called Vitalik Buterin mm-hmm. uh, one of one of the pioneers mm-hmm. of technology in our generation so they invented uh, something called ERC20 tokens with an ERC20 token it allows you to create a token that is housed on the Ethereum Mm-hmm. exchange it's it's sorry on the on the ethereum blockchain ah so, so you'd have to create your own blockchain. so someone can if i wanted my own kind of cryptocurrency i can base it off of the the ethereum blockchain. yeah so, so you can create your own you can create your own coin mm-hmm. and have it on on ethereum ah that's running that's running there mm. so now a question can be asked mm. now my mom is has understood what wallet is and what blockchain is mm-hmm. so where does she start so Again, you need to have you need to have that conversation with yourself. What are you trying to achieve? I want to buy Bitcoin. Why do you I want, want to buy Bitcoin? Because I want to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I want I want I, I want to be rich. So you want to be I rich. I got a bonus of 500k and now I want to make it into 590k. Mm-hmm. Where do I start? Um what what's your investment horizon? 500k. Uh, what how long do you want to turn it to 590? I do right at this point I'm on a high I don't give a I don't care let me not use what I was about to say I don't care uh-huh. I want to uh-huh. have this money I want to buy mm-hmm. coins okay. where do I begin do I, is there an app 
is that like an agency so um, for most for most beginners i advise i would advise you to start with uh, start with a centralized exchange because mm-hmm. as i mentioned earlier they've got their own quality control measures mm-hmm. like for example binance binance has a team that before any coin is listed on binance there are a bunch of things that they have to check off so when you talk about agency mm-hmm. if I, agency? i want you to break it down like the so exchange the exchange sorry uh-huh. uh, so do i do i google them and then like they have an office and then there's a girl who <laughs> call me my point is how do you do it so the biggest crypto exchanges are centralized crypto exchanges are binance and coinbase um Uh, those are certainly the most popular binance is the biggest one globally and they've got they've, they've got a very good um, operation running in africa already although recently adding your money to binance is, is becoming a bit of a headache they keep changing the system every single day so um if you are to go on binance let's use binance, binance as an example you can you can buy using your credit card or you can buy using something called p2p so they've got uh, actually initially the people who who used to buy who started buying bitcoins or buying them on a website called localbitcoins.com and there you you essentially buy them from another person and they'll send it them to your wallet so a wallet a wallet is a software that holds your crypto assets this piece of software can be a mobile app it can be it can be a it can be a, an account you know website no it's not centralized so yes mm-hmm. so if you if you have if you have it in a in a centralized exchange an account in a centralized exchange you've got what is known as an uncustodial wallet if if you own the if if you run the wallet yourself like trust wallet and you have the you have the keys you have the recovery code that's that's an that, that's a custodial wallet um it it can be an app it can be a, it can be an account in an exchange like binance it can also be a, an extension a browser extension like on chrome metamask has a has a chrome extension and also it can be a hardware wallet so hardware wallet is something it looks like a looks like a usb device but that's what that's what holds your crypto so if you hold if you have a large amount of crypto like if you bought well, though you mentioned 500,000 shillings out of crypto i wouldn't recommend just having it in in your browser in your metamask in your browser mm-hmm. things happen things happen yeah mm-hmm. i know somebody who's who got wiped he made a transaction went to sleep uh, left left the, the stuff on his computer woke up the next morning it was gone And that is where we have a problem with crypto <laughs> brought to you by the Kenyan government you know <laughs> so, so i'm asking mm-hmm. when 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 I feel like you're not simplifying it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Enough because I have my 500k. I want to buy crypto. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned a number of things. Okay. So, mm-hmm. step by step process. Number one, go to binance.com. Mm-hmm. Create click on uh click uh, create an account. Mm-hmm. Or sign up. Mm-hmm. You'll create an account, you'll, you'll take some of your details, you need to do you need to do a KYC process, mm-hmm. know your customer, that means you'll need to take a photograph, mm-hmm. need to take some pictures of your ID, mm-hmm. they'll need to do a, like a scan of your face mm-hmm. uh, using your webcam or something. Yeah. And then from that point, you'll need to fund your account. Mm-hmm. So finding your account, you can either use your credit card or you can use P2P. With P2P. Or even debit card is fine, right? Or a debit card, yeah. Mm-hmm. So with with P2P, uh, Binance has has a section on their website where you can buy from other people. Instead of you not know, buying from the mass market, people can list their prices. Say, I, I want to. I'm selling. I'm selling Bitcoin at sixty four thousand. 
see the market price is 66,000 at the moment. I'm selling Bitcoin at 64,000. You can buy Bitcoin worth between 10,000 shillings and 40,000 shillings at a go. And then, you know, you click on that person and you you, you can you should also view their trust rating, of course. Don't just buy from anyone because there are crooks there. Uh, a lot of people from West Africa won't mention the countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, not all of them are actually bad because mm-hmm. uh, most guys are actually just trying to find a way to to make it big. Yeah. So yeah. So from there you buy your you buy the coin that you want. So you can check. They, they have the, the different currencies. The most popular ones are the biggest ones. So you can buy USDT. You can buy. If I'm not wrong, you can buy Bitcoin, you can buy Ethereum, you can buy Binance Coin, BNB, you can buy Cardano, ADA, and uh, yeah, several. Which one is the best? Best for and what? And it's a stupid question. Yeah, best for but, what? But in terms of like the 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 how much it's appreciated over over the years. I can give you I can give you some crazy examples. Even just opening Bitcoin, at the, if you open CoinGecko at the moment, I can show you a coin. Um, it called the Rift token that that that's up something like fifty three thousand percent in the last two months alone. Um, Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. If you check how much Dogecoin has grown, I bet you guys, if you go, Billy can go to coingecko.com and can be able to see mm-hmm. how much these people are, how, how much the coin has appreciated mm-hmm. in in a period in, in a set period. Mm-hmm. So you've got coins that are being launched today mm-hmm. and within a month. They're up ten thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the first thing that you need to do don't don't just rely on the news or your friends. First thing you should do as a crypto investor, critical, is do your own research. Okay. Don't take anybody's advice blindly. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> do your own research. If something something if you hear something from somebody, don't just buy because of their conviction. Go mm-hmm. and do your research. Does this make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. Here's another practical tip. So when I got started, um, there's a huge risk of using all your money, mm-hmm. of, of losing all your money, especially and it's, it's a new system. It's not what you're used to. You might don't really understand what, what's happening. There's so many ways of, of, of playing around with your money in the crypto space. So first of all, don't invest any more than you're willing to lose. I think that's a rule from gambling, the gambling world. Don't play with any amount of money that you're not willing to lose. Secondly, don't bet all your money at once. Okay, test, 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 test. What what I did so when I started, I used to I used to inv- uh, I used to make purchases in in batches of a hundred dollars. So the way I do it is um, see I buy a hundred dollars worth of worth of BNB. That's Binance Coin. So I'll divide it into thirty five lots. 20 lots of $2 each and for, and and 15 lots of $40 each. First one adds to $40, the second one adds up to 60. So if I'm really confident about a coin, I'd, I'd spend one lot of the bigger of the 15. So I'd spend $4 on it and forget about it. If if there's a coin that I like but I think is high risk, I'd place $2 on it. So the, the, it kind of hedges itself yeah, out. Yeah. At least from in the early stages when you're learning, mm. you want to you want to, de- to design. You're definitely going to lose some money, mm. and don't don't think of don't think of you losing that money as 
a sunk cost mm. think of it as the cost Align. of learning yeah, yeah. Mm. okay okay That's very interesting. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh thank you so much for joining us today. I think mm-hmm. I've learned a lot about mm-hmm. Bitcoin and uh and cryptocurrency. I don't know you keep mm-hmm. saying Bitcoin <laughs> to refer to cryptocurrency. Nikao kusema ni sasa ile blue band ya nini ama omaya sunlight. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for your time. I think uh, the information has been very valuable to the people. Mm-hmm. Hope we'll be able to continue having more discussions like this. Awesome. Uh, so where can we find your details? Yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn. Felix Karanja can also check me out uh, my website is uh, write me an email as well it's felix@kuni.co.ke that's felix@koni.co.ke that's my business website like i said i, I run <laughs> i run a marketing agency that's my day to day job yeah those are my two major social uh, um, ways, ways of linking with me Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. This was actually quite refreshing. Yes, I mm-hmm. always enjoy having people who know their stuff mm-hmm. on the podcast. Asante sana. Anyway, so uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we hope you had a good time as I did. Uh, see you next time. Bye.